0: Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast to the protection against heavy rain and flooding by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa.
1: So the big challenge is how can house owners like you and me get a flood-free home? How can business managers like you and me get a flood-free company? And how can public servants provide flood-free, critical infrastructure and livable cities?
0: Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa. This podcast is for foresighted and proactive people who do not want to shovel the muddy water out of their room while standing in the midst of the disaster.
1: Therefore, those who design and plan, the architects and engineers, need to construct such buildings and cities, and that even when the entire environment is completely flooded. That is a challenge, and this podcast will give the answers.
0: Flood Protection Secrets The podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klipper.
1: How to protect your home from storm flooding near the coast. That is a topic um, today. And um, yeah, it's about flooding at a coastline. And uh, people might ask, uh, oh, I'm living inside uh, a country. I'm far away from these coastlines. (laughs) Am I concerned? And yes, please stay tuned and stay with me uh, because uh, I will tell you later what is uh, yeah, what is a conclusion for for you who uh, are not living close to a coastline? Yeah, um, at the end of the day, what happened, um, that w- there was a recent storm at, at the Baltic Sea uh, that is in Northern Europe and that caused significant damage and increased the risk of future flood events. And um, the first thing is um, the, the Baltic Sea, perhaps for some of you, especially in Asia, In other parts of the world, it is far, far, far away. But uh, look around you. Where is your next ocean? Where is your next sea? And in reality, this Baltic Sea is even not a real sea. Uh, It is an inland water body with sweet water. And uh, um, they don't know ebb and flow. Whereas the North Sea, uh, of course, knows the ebb and flow. So there's high tide, there's low tide. And this time, we have had this high tide at this um, inland inland water body at the Baltic Sea, and that was a weather phenomena um, not not observed for for many 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 years and not that strong um, since a century. So, uh, yeah, uh, what is the reason for this um, for for this uh, uh, episode today? Um, I was I was asked by one of the biggest uh, and influential. Uh, magazines uh, weekly magazines focus and uh, focus um, this print print um, uh, magazine has an online platform and they have 200 million visits visits uh, uh, in their best months Um, and uh, they were they asked me as a flood expert uh, can i tell something about it because this risk is getting worse and worse and uh, it's time to share the knowledge what to do and how to protect uh, to share the best protective measures for residents and property owners um, b- because that will not be the last time and uh, so i was very glad uh, to to answer for them the the um, interview or the article is uh, has been published in uh, in german uh, language however for all those who are interested can just type focus online and look for my name andreas Clipper, and then you will see these articles popping up and you just can translate it with google translate or whatever browser you are using um, yeah, let's let's start huh, what, and come to the pol- topic, uh, which areas of the Baltic Sea, by the way, that is a nice area, and uh, whoever is traveling to uh, to Europe, um, uh, most probably you, you know Hamburg, huh? that's not far away, um, um, only a step to the eastern side and you are at the Baltic Sea already, so just visit it. So which areas on the Baltic Sea coast are particularly, uh, particularly affected by storm surges? Since there are no and flows, as I mentioned, on the Baltic Sea, it has to be called storm flood instead of storm surge. <laughs> anyway, the areas of uh, Flensburg Fjord, Kiel Bay and Lübeck Bay were highlighted in the, re- in the reports, um, in the news. And uh, as we have now seen, almost the entire Baltic Sea coast of Germany was affected. The water penetrated unprotected buildings and washed through cars. Do you know that from your area? No? At the end, the result is always the same: the water penetrated unprotected buildings and washed through cars. Yep. And um, at the end, you don't you doesn't care where the water is coming from. Huh? I predict it will get much worse. Today it was the Baltic Sea. Tomorrow it is the North Sea, and the day after tomorrow it is rivers that cause flooding. But the the good news is, yes, we can protect ourselves and uh, yeah that leads me to the next question what precautions should you take to uh, to protect your home from uh, storm surge I always say we need to worry about preventing flood damage not repairing damage after a flood event I just repeat it we need to worry about preventing flood damage not repairing damage after a flood event Unfortunately, quite often that happens, and then the people, of course, complain that they have to um, clean up the mess, they have to spend their hard-earned money for repairing and replacement of, of inventory of all their goods they uh, they have lost. And then they run out of money, of course, and there's no money left for the good things in life, for a nice trip to Europe, for instance, yeah. Huh? So uh, what can you do? You can close any opening in a building with flood protection barriers. Um, I think for those who listen to this podcast for a while, they know it already. Um, the, these include doors, windows, light wells, uh, basement entrances and sewer connections, uh, which can be equipped with uh, shack valves to prevent backflow from the sewer into the building as long as you are connected to a public sewer or to a sewer system. Um, The workplace as well as a private home can be protected in this way Um, as can the garage with a car and bicycles for the children as well as kindergarten and school. Uh, We recently provided flood protection to five primary schools in the Philippines and these children there will no longer have to miss school due to flooding in the future. That is a good thing. It's a, it's a start. It's only five schools, but so what? At the end of the day, we, are, we always, not, not we, but you, we have to deal with people who decide about budgets and what is more important. And unfortunately, the education in the world for the kids has not the highest priority, but it should have. And um, how can you educate people when the schools are flooded once a year or twice a year? And um, how about the inventory? So, all, as I've said already, all the budget will be spent to repair the damages instead of spending it for a better education. Anyway, we did a, f- a small small contribution to a, a better education, at least at these five schools in the Philippines. So, yeah, next question Are there any warning systems for storm searches? Uh, Focus Online magazine um, um, in Germany asked me that you should pay attention to. My tip is very clear. For everybody in the world, listen to the weather experts. Our meteor—that—that that is a word for a German-speaking guy who should pronounce it in correct English. Meteorologists, meteorologists, <laughs> my goodness, <laughs> excuse me, our meteorologists are outstanding. So these guys who always tell you about the weather report in TV or in the radio. In the past, we didn't have the possibilities um, that today's computer simulations offer. But now the weather can be calculated quite accurately about a week in advance. Now, um, sometimes it's changing, then it must be adjusted. And please don't forget and don't be angry when you install uh, your flood barriers, for instance, and then it is not raining. Be happy about that. That is like you take an umbrella with you in the morning and it is not raining. So don't don't uh, accuse the weather guys say, oh you announced uh, the probability of 30% it will rain. That is only 30%. So be lucky, the 70% uh, came true. So it was not raining, and that is the same thing with this flooding things. At the end, it is a warning, and you can you can follow or you don't follow, huh? Um so there are also regional early warning systems uh, sometimes um, at, at some areas, in some areas in some countries. People on the coast are also used to flood events, um, at least in at, at this area. Uh, also this time it was different. In some regions there was flooding like no other since weather records began in 1881 in Germany. 1881 and some regions were flooding and that never happened. That never happened um, these 140 40 years ago, um, at least since it was recorded. There are now also one or two disaster warning apps available uh, here in, in Germany. So I report about what happened in my original country. So in every country, it's different. There are some countries perhaps uh, more developed uh, in, in disaster warning than others. One of the leading insurance companies in Germany uh, uh, uses sometimes like this. That is uh, this uh, insurance company with these blue letters. Uh, they are uh, well-known all over the world. And uh, I, ma- I myself get sto- storm warnings there. However, telling people to stay home won't stop heavy rain and flooding from flooding my living room or garage. Yeah, That only tells me, hey, there something is coming, um, but... Uh, I can perhaps protect myself, I can protect my family, I can go to higher levels in my house, Uh, I can uh, climb on the rooftop, I can leave the house and go to other safer places. But at the end of the day, the rain or the water will still flood my living room or my garage, if that is possible. Yeah.
0: Protection Secrets, the podcast to the protection against heavy rain and flooding by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa.
1: What is the best way to personally prepare if you live in a vulnerable area? So, the frequently mentioned sandbags are not helpful at all. I always said that and I repeat it again. Throw them away. They are not helpful. They will not protect you. Don't believe what you see sometimes because very often the news, they, they show people um, already flooded or they sh- and, and then they show the sandbags. And what you very often can observe is that the water level at the left side of the sandbags is similar to the water level at the right s- side of the sandbags. So where are these sandbags good for? For nothing, really, for nothing. Don't believe it. And even if people are using them, (laughs) I must tell it again. um, Very often, it's it's the wrong way. They don't know how to staple them. They don't know that they need several lines and that that the height, um, the the width of sandbags should be at least three times of the height. Um, and then it, it depends um how you, as I've said already, how you staple them. But at the end of the day, the water will get through. So it will not help you. Anyway, uh, I actually think that uh, it's uh, really harmful to convince people that they can uh, get such a protection. So get rid of it, please. When it comes to flood protection systems for buildings and critical infrastructure, I differentiate between four groups. Uh, um, let me repeat it here again very quickly. So uh, first uh, group, portable barriers such as demountable um, barriers or mobile flood barriers. Uh, um, these uh, um, quickly to install barriers uh, everywhere and in the, in the, um, uh, uh, on the ground. Um, on different grounds. Second group are flood protection doors or gates. Third group, automatic systems. And so all these dropping down, flipping up, sliding systems, everything what can be done automatically. Um, And automatically means it it is triggered by a water sensor, for instance, Uh, or you um, uh, push, uh, push to a button uh, or it's not pushing to a button uh, for safety reasons. It's more a dead man's uh, switch. Uh, so you turn a key, and as long as you hold your hand uh, on that key and you are continuing to, to turn, then the, uh, the barriers will move. The moment you stop your movement for safety reasons, the barrier will also stop. Yeah, to avoid accidents, of course. So that's that's pretty pretty safe. And the third uh, possibility for these automatic systems that is um, a. Re- re- yeah, remote control uh, that can be can be an iPhone, but please don't do that. Even don't consider that um, that is so complicated for a private person or private household. Uh, only for bigger institutions with control centers, uh, big uh, factories, for instance, or public uh, the public transport uh, areas uh, with camera systems and uh, supervision. Um, they should they should do similar things. Anyway, that is possible. And group number four, da, 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 that these are the flood protection glass walls, um, um, yeah, that that can be used. Uh, very beautiful. That uh, gives you f- uh, a free and not um, not um, uh, uh, and a free view to, uh, for instance, touristic centers, touristic areas. So um, these are the four groups: portable barriers, uh, doors and gates, automatic systems, flood protection glass walls. However. It is important to also consider the buildings and the nature of the foundation. The best flat barriers um, are of no use if the building wall is not solid. The ground is uneven or the concrete is crumbling. Yeah, easy to understand. Um, my, My most important tip to all building owners, now also for all those who are far away from the coastline, that's what I mentioned before, make sure to only use tested and proven flood protection systems. The cheap product from around the corner could otherwise prove to be a very expensive investment in uh, uh, retrospect uh, if it does not do what it's supposed to do. What it is supposed to do. Keep water away from your building. Uh, it looks nice in the shop, but does it work? Does it withstand the water pressure? Is, uh, is the material thick enough? of course one flood barrier is more expensive than another one because the thickness of uh, the the um the barrier let's say it is made by aluminum if the thickness is is uh, three millimeters or it is only 1.5 millimeters that makes a difference or it is five five or six millimeters now six is too much huh? and uh Um, of of course that is twice the material uh, or three times the material and of course the price is higher or also the thickness of the barrier itself so not only the thickness of the metal sheet but the thickness of the barrier and um, if you have a very thin one of uh, let me say 20 millimeters um, 20 millimeters is 2 centimeters uh, that is uh, you, you two millimeters that is uh, a that, that is half of your sump well no, that, that is nothing when it comes to f- flood protection or you have um, 67 millimeters um, like what we are using for the uh, for the estimate uh, of flood barriers so that is uh, more than three times the stability uh, and of course the The way how these um, barriers are manufactured, uh, what the profile, the type of profile plays also a role. So you have the thickness of the metal sheet, you have the thickness of the barrier and the the shape. And all these three things give you you the, the safety at the end of the day. That plays a role whether it works or it doesn't work. And of course it is more expensive, but ask yourself one question. How much are you willing to spend for the safety of your family? That is a question. And for the safety of your inventory, um, just count count um, the value of all your uh, things uh, in, in the house and you will be surprised. I did that one time. It was extremely high. Anyway, um, that, that was this tip. And yeah, one, one more question. Um, what steps should, should you take to ever create safety Uh, uh, safely uh, during a storm surge Um, that is what the newspaper asked me for for the people if there is a storm surge and uh, yeah what to do so evacuation sites must be safe from floods and heavy rain by the way that is very true for all these evacuation centers that i have seen in uh, in in vietnam or indonesia thailand Um, the philippines uh, sometimes they are not uh, in the philippines they use a basketball courts Um, basketball is a very popular sport in the philippines uh, and um, they use these basketball areas, but there is no no preparation. These are only basketball courts. Uh, and um, uh, such places should have enough space for people. Number one, emergency toilets are also highly welcome. And every citizen should be responsible for the, for their own food. It cannot be that the, that the people say, hey, the government, municipality, you must also feed me and give me water. No, my opinion is it's up to you, my dear friend. You must do that by your own because um, when you make um, sightseeing or you go to the forest here in Europe uh, for for leisure or you you visit places uh, and you provide yourself with food uh, and and, and, uh, beverages, so you're also able to do that. Why shouldn't you be able to do that um, for such um, um, an evacuation scenario? So, I can protect, I can expect to provide myself with water, food, and medicine as well as toys for the children. So, everybody does that when, when you go on vacation or plan a barbecue weekend. huh? And there at the barbecue weekend, there's always enough to drink. Huh? Isn't that true? <laughs> if not, it's not a good barbecue weekend. As soon as a weather forecast announces bad weather, everyone should have a backpack a travel bag and suitable clothing ready just in case and if the, the evacuation takes a little longer think about candles batteries a radio and games or a small musical instrument ukulele, uh, a, ukulele a flute uh, or a harmonica ensures a good atmosphere while it is thundering and storming outside uh, don't forget that um, you don't know how long you will stay there um, yeah last question before <laughs> I continue about all these details. Last question: um, That this German uh, focus online magazine was asking me: um, Are you also uh, are uh, also what, what was it? Are also people concerned? Are ah, yeah, are also people concerned who live far away from a coastline? Um, I said already something I made comments already before, yes, of course, storm surge is one reason for flooding, another one is heavy rain due to typhoons, hurricanes, or cyclones, and sometimes only only heavy rain is enough. The message to the message to all everyone should prepare for a possible flood scenario yeah, um short summary. Three points. Unpredictable weather situations occur more frequently and it can hit anybody anywhere. Summary point number two. To live along a coastline has a higher risk, but all can be hit by heavy rain. And summary number three. Better prepare for a possible flood scenario. And don't forget, you're just one flood barrier away. I wish and hope for you that you make the right decisions when it comes to your personal flood protection. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to this podcast channel if you haven't already. Now it only remains for me to wish you a good day. Do something with it. Maybe until the next podcast episode I would be very happy. See you then. As always, stay safe and flood-free. Your Andreas Klippe and the whole Flood Experts team.
0: It again, with the new episode of Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood Andreas Klippi, German engineer, book author, and head of the Flood Experts. What can Dr. Flood Andreas Klippa protect for you? Anytime. Worldwide, contact us or just click through to www.thefloodexperts.de slash bonus. Detailed engineering, German quality, safe, flood protection secrets, the secrets you'll want to unfold.
1: Don't forget, you're only one flood barrier away.
0: Subscribe to the season you'll never be late for an episode.